0: There is a trend today to deny objective truth. You hear people saying, and they say it quite often nowadays, who knows what's true? Who knows what's not true? What is true for me is not true for you. You have your truth, I have my truth. Those of you who have read Charles Colson's book, Against the Darkness, and I heartily commend it to your reading, must have been far more than enlightened and inspired, but also deeply saddened by what he has to say about the status of our country today, especially the ethical and moral status. Let me quote one brief paragraph from his book, Against the Darkness relating to truth. Teachers and school administrators encourage students to choose from a smorgasbord of what they term morally equivalent lifestyles, namely homosexuality, adultery, premarital promiscuity. Gorge yourself on one or sample them all. And this smorgasbord morality, which is itself a value system, tramples on the sensibilities of any who hold to moral absolutes, particularly Christians." Close quote. Why is all this happening? It's happening because there is a prevailing attitude today that there are no right answers. This is the same as saying that there is no right or wrong. And that is the same as saying that there is no such thing as truth. You've heard it, I've heard it. You choose your lifestyle, I'll choose mine. Any lifestyle is acceptable as long as it doesn't hurt someone else. There's only one thing wrong with this. There is truth. God is truth. The objective, unchangeable, eternal, everlasting, living truth. And this is why Jesus, who is God come in the flesh to us, said plainly, I am. The truth. Jesus is the truth that makes people free. John 8, 32. And leads them to fulfillment and redemption. He is the truth that brings us to the fullness of life. He is the truth about who we are and whose we are. He is the truth about where we come from and where we're going. He is the truth about why we are here and what life is all about. He is the truth about God, who he is and what his will for us is. To follow Jesus is to follow the truth. To live in Jesus is to live not in half-truth or partial-truth, but in the fullness of God's truth, divinely revealed to us in and through His Son and preserved in the Bible and in the Church. Where do people go for truth? In the ancient Greeks, with all of their great philosophers, Their vast wisdom and intelligence sought guidance and truth from a drugged and hallucinating peasant girl at the Oracle of Delphi. Are we any better today when we look to the inanimate stars for the truth through astrology? Are we any better today when millions who never pray or read the Bible never let a day go by without reading what I like to call their horror scope in the paper every day. Are we any better today when intelligent people gaze at the stars for the truth instead of consulting with the one who made the stars? Where do people go for truth? Look at our drug abuse and our alcoholism. Many, many people look to drugs for answers to their problems and needs. Answers that can be found in a living relationship with God that only Jesus Christ can bring. My peace I give to you, he said. Not as the world gives do I give to you. So where do we go for truth? Chasing after every passing peddler of fads, opinions, cults, or pseudo-experts in their bestsellers? Where shall we go for truth? trailing behind every so-called new idea or new morality or new age that comes along? Where shall we go for truth? Following the dead-end streets of astrology or drugs, or shall we respond to God's revelation in Christ, as the Apostle Peter did when he said so beautifully when Jesus asked him if he, too, wanted to leave him after many of his disciples couldn't accept what Jesus said and left. Peter responded by saying to Jesus, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. You alone are the truth. The truth that frees and saves and brings us to fullness of life. There are those today who say when it comes to truth, my conscience is my guide. It is most unfortunate that many Christian people today have what we may call a salad bar conscience. When one, chooses, when one goes to a salad bar, one makes up their salad according to their particular tastes by picking up a bit of this, a bit of that, a bit of the other thing. And that is how many people today form their consciences. They pick what suits their fancy or appeals to their appetites from the opinions of anyone who happens to come along. Because their objective is not to find the truth, but to find something that is comfortable, that agrees with their way of living. It is easy to say, I'm following my conscience. But have I taken the time and put forth the effort to educate, to train, to form my conscience according to the divinely revealed truths of God in the Bible and in the Church? Because conscience is like a computer. If you put Christ into your conscience, it will feed back to you the truth of Christ. But if you put garbage into your conscience, you will get garbage out of it. So, truth is not opinions or fads. Neither is it what the majority of people decide. Because everybody's doing something doesn't mean that it's right, doesn't mean that it's the truth. In other words, truth is not determined by the Gallup poll and we live in a country that believes this, by the way, that's why the Gallup poll is so sought after. The ought is not derived from the is. I recall a story about children playing with a doll in a nursery one day. And one child asked if the doll were male or female. And some thought it was male and others thought it was female. And they began to disagree violently until one child said, teacher, I know how we can find out. And the teacher said, how? And the child replied, let's vote. Well, truth is never, ever voted into existence. Truth is reality. It is there, whether we accept it or not. It is still truth. Let me share with you a few verses about what Jesus and the Bible say about truth. Jesus said, For this I was born, and for this I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Elsewhere, if you continue in my word, you shall know the truth. The Apostle John says, John 1.14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. And finally, John 1.17, For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Christ Jesus. We stated previously that the truth today, God's truth, is to be found in the Bible. Let me say very briefly that it was the Holy Spirit who wrote the truth through people, of course, and we have it today in the Bible. And that same Holy Spirit has been in the Church since since Pentecost, teaching the Church and the Church Fathers, leading them to the proper and correct interpretation of God's truth. So it's not enough to have just the Bible. We must have the Bible and the church. Because the moment you separate the church from the Bible, the church fathers from the Bible, someone else will step in to take their place. Then it will not be the Bible and the church. It will be the Bible and and my puny mind. Or the Bible and my ego. Or the Bible and Joseph Smith, founder of the Mormons. Or the Bible and Mary Baker Eddy, founder of Christian science. Or the Bible and Shirley MacLaine, etc. ad infinitum. Then what you end up with is not the truth of Christ, but the truth of Shirley MacLaine, Mary Baker Eddy, or you name him or her. I am the truth, said Jesus, and he is. And you can discover this for yourself. How? Not through an intellectual assent to a collection of statements about Jesus. Too many nominal Christians today say quite glibly, Oh yes, I believe that that Jesus is God. I believe that Jesus is the truth. But truth should have practical consequences in the lives of those who accept it. The greatest obstacle to not knowing God's truth is not doing it. The way to discover for yourself that Jesus is the truth is by giving him the test in the laboratory of your life, by obeying him and following him and doing his will. But we cannot learn love by listening to a lecture on love. We learn love by loving, and so it is with the truth who is Jesus. We become acquainted personally with the truth of what he says and who he is by doing his will in each particular situation. So Christ is the truth that we need today. And we cannot be saved by illusions, beautiful and touching illusions. We can be saved only by the truth. And we look, people look far and wide for the truth today and we think that the truth is something complicated evasive and hard to find when all along the truth is so near and so uncomplicated that even the illiterate peasant can come to know him for Jesus said I am Pray. Lord Jesus, apart from you, only the lie is truth. Help us to accept you as the truth our own personal truth with a capital T by which we live and by which we die. Doing so will make it miserable at first because we will not like what the truth reveals to us about ourselves. We will have to repent and change. But only so can the truth make us free. To you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all glory, honor, worship, praise, and thanksgiving, now and forevermore.